Hello, how are you? And welcome back to Victoria's podcast, Murder, Mystery and Mayhem. Today we're going to look into the case of a string of family deaths, surrounded tragedy of Laurie Vallow's children. Laurie Vallow and Chad Daybill had both been recently widowed when they were married on a beach in Hawaii in November. 2019. It was Chad's second marriage and Vallow's fifth. The newlyweds posed for photos with flowers with flowers across their necks for the celebration. It all seemed perfect except neither of their families or friends were at the occasion. Shortly after Chad and Lori married the country learned that Vallow's two minor children, seven-year-old JJ Vallow and 16-year-old Ty Lee Ryan, had not been seen for weeks. The investigation revealed a much darker tale beyond the missing kids, including a string of deaths of people close to either Vallow or Daybell, as well as adherence to a strange doomsday ideology. At 18 years old, Lori left home and married her high school sweetheart, Nelson, in 1992. Their marriage didn't last and she married William in 1995. She had her first child, Kobe, in 1996. She and William separated and then she married Joseph Ryan in 2001. One reason Laurie had wanted to get married was to have another baby. That's what her mother said. So she got pregnant with Ty Lee right away and she was really excited about having Ty Lee. During their marriage, Vala went on Wheel of Fortune where she spoke about their family life. I have a wonderful husband, Joseph at home, who is watching our two beautiful children, she said on the show in 2004. We like to play all kinds of sports on our three acres of land. However, behind the facade, their marriage was falling apart. Vallow filed for divorce, claiming her husband was abusive towards her children. The abuse claims were never substantiated against Joseph Ryan. Through the couple's long and contentious custody battle, Vallow's family played a vital role in supporting her. Alex Cox said that he kind of took it upon himself to protect Ty Lee and Colby and that he attempted to take Joe's life. April Raymond, Vallow's friend, said Laurie Vallow's brother, Alex, assaulted Joseph Ryan during a visitation with daughter Ty Lee in August 2007 with a taser. That's according to the police. Alex pled guilty to an aggravated assault charge in the second degree and he served three months in jail. The single mother of two was on her own again. That is until she met Charles Vallow. I don't know why Laurie's been married so many times, Janice Cox said. She always wore her heart on her sleeve. 
she thinks that she's trying to help people when she mar- marries them. That's quite common in women, I think. We, we like to fix people and fix things. And maybe that genuinely that's what Laurie was doing. I don't know. Janice Cox also said she thought Charles Vallow was the best of Laurie's husbands. We all liked him. He's from the South, very well-mannered. And they seemed like a really good couple, she said. Charles Vallow converted to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints when he married Laurie. A lifelong practicing member she was. Laurie and Charles Vallow were married in 2006 in Las Vegas. The family first settled in Texas, then they moved on to Arizona. They blended their families and adopted Charles Vallow's nephew, JJ, who was diagnosed with autism. Tylee was the dearest, dearest little girl. She is a tough exterior, but she got a marshmallow heart, Janice Cox said. Laurie was who Tylee really loved and really, I think she looked up to her mom. She also said her daughter embraced JJ and took him in as her own. JJ's grandfather, Larry Woodcock said, we loved Laurie, she was a wonderful mom. For the better part of 14 years, Laurie and Charles Vallow seemed to have a very happy marriage until Laurie Vallow's friend, April Raymond, said she started talking about a new religious group she'd become involved in. She would bring it up more and more often and I could see that she was becoming more involved with it and it was kind of becoming more of the focal point in her life, Raymond said. It began to cause friction in Laurie Vallow's marriage. Laurie Vallow spoke often about an author named Chad Daybell, who wrote doomsday books about the end of the world. Laurie had always been a fan of Chad's books, and so that's how I first heard about Chad from Laurie. She would talk about this author that she was really interested in and really connected with his work. Raymond said, I would describe her as a super fan. Friends say Laurie Vallow was fascinated by Daybell's teachings. What they basically said is, we're here to gather the 144,000 who are prophesied to survive the apocalypse. And you are one of them. And I just didn't want to be any part of that, Raymond said. Raymond admitted she eventually felt the need to distance herself from Laurie Vallow. Janice Cox remembered her daughter telling her that Charles Vallow had accused her of having an affair with Daybell. Friends say Laurie also accused Charles of infidelity, but that claim has not been corroborated. The couple's problems came to a head in January 2019 when Charles Vallow was travelling home from a business trip in Texas. Raymond said, Laurie told her that when she learned of Charles Vallow's alleged affair, she cancelled his return flight, took his truck from the airport, hid it and threw all of his clothes away as revenge. According to court documents, Charles Vallow claimed his wife drained 35 thousand dollars from their bank account as well. 
That's when Charles called police, saying his wife has lost her mind. And told him, I can murder you now with my powers. She said, you're not Charles. I don't know who you are or what you did with Charles, but I could murder you now with my powers. Charles was recorded saying on police body cam, she won't go to the doctor because she's a translated being and they would find out she's translated. She cannot be killed. She cannot die. Within days, Charles Vallow hired an attorney. I've been a divorce attorney, attorney for 30 years, and I've never had anybody that came in that was this specific that said, I'm afraid I'm going to be murdered, and this is who's going to do it, and here's why it's going to happen. Stephen Ellsworth, Charles' divorce attorney, said, Laurie and Charles Vallow briefly attempted to reconcile, but then they separated. Charles knew his destiny, Larry Woodcock, his brother-in-law, said. He was able to see his own demise. On July the 11th, 2019, Charles Vallow went to his estranged wife's home in Arizona to pick up his son, JJ, and take him to school. Alex told police he was at the house to make sure the handoff of JJ between Laurie and Charles went smoothly with no issues. In an alleged scuffle, Cox shot and killed Charles Vallow. In a 911 call to police, Cox said it had only been five minutes since the shooting, but Cox was already alone in the house, meaning Laurie Vallow and kids JJ and Tylee must have left almost immediately after the shooting. Police thought it was strange that Laurie Vallow had prioritised taking JJ to school as her husband lay dying on the ground. She and the kids stopped at Burger King to get JJ breakfast. Keeping his routine for his special needs, the police said. Laurie told police that her estranged husband came over and took JJ to the car when he realised he'd left his cell phone inside the house. Laurie claimed that's when they got into an argument. She said that Tylee came into the room holding a bat and stood beside her. Laurie also said Charles ripped the bat from Tylee's hand, prompting Alex to intervene. Alex Cox retrieved a gun as Laurie and her daughter left the house to join JJ outside. Alex said he told Charles to drop the bat, but he allegedly refused and attacked Cox, which is when Alex said he shot Charles in self-defence. He said, Charles just kept coming with me. I didn't have any other choice. Janice Cox said, Mom, I feel terrible. But I didn't do anything to protect Laurie and Tylee. Police did not arrest Alex. The odd part about it would be the complete lack of emotion. Laurie had a big smile on her face 
and Laurie's demeanour as she drove her home, as he drove her home from the police station. Chandler police detectives say they were investigating self-defence claims from Alex when he and Laurie moved to Idaho. The case remains open to this day. A month and a half later, Laurie, her brother Alex Cox and kids JJ and Tylee relocated to Idaho, where Chad Daybell had lived with his wife and children for years. Kay Woodcock says she only saw her grandson JJ three more times on FaceTime calls after her brother was killed. The last one was 35 seconds, she said. JJ said a couple of things and then you could see his eyes look up and he said, I gotta go, I gotta go, bye. And then boom, it was just that fast. That's the last time we saw him. <clears throat> the grandparents learned the family had moved to Idaho but didn't know their exact location. Her move to Idaho, that was completely out of character because I know her. If it's below 80 degrees, she is freezing. Kay Woodcock, Laurie's former sister-in-law said. So for her to move to Idaho, it was just, oh no, something's up. I knew something was up with that. Laurie and Alex took Tylee and JJ to Yellowstone National Park on September the 8th, 2019. No one saw Tylee after that trip. The FBI later released a photo from Laurie Vallow from the Yellowstone's trip, saying it was Tylee's last known photo as the search continued for the children. She is seen in the photo with JJ and her uncle Alex Two weeks later, on September the 22nd, Laurie Vallow was talking with friends when she express, expressed frustration, saying she believed JJ had become a zombie. Laurie's friends told police, Alex came over to Laurie's apartment and took JJ out for a while, but brought JJ back that evening when guests were present. Friends say JJ was sleeping on Alex's shoulder. The next morning, JJ was gone and the guests asked Laurie where he was. Laurie explained JJ was acting up, so her brother came and took him back in the middle of the night. JJ was never seen again. Now that's her two children. Boom, disappeared. Chad Daybell's wife, Tammy Daybell, was returning home from work on October the 9th, 2019, when someone rushed her from behind. The 49-year-old librarian later posted on her Facebook page that a guy with a ski mask was suddenly standing by the back of her car with a paintball gun. He shot me several times, although I don't think it was loaded. I yelled for Chad and the masked man ran off around the back of my house, she wrote. I have no idea what his motive was, and we never spoke. Even after I asked him several times what he thought he was doing. 
just 10 days later, she was found dead. Tammy Daybell's obituary says she died in her sleep from natural causes. She was training for a marathon when she died. Chad Daybell declined to have an autopsy. Of course he did. She was buried in Utah and he received $430,000 in a life insurance payout. Meanwhile, Kay Woodcock decided to do some investigating of her own. She and her brother Charles Vallow shared everything, including his passwords to online accounts. I saw emails and that an email account was linked to the Amazon account. Kay said, Laurie was ordering from the Amazon account still. So I clicked on those and boom, there I see the address they're at in Idaho apartment, number and everything. The account's purchase history showed that two wedding rings had recently been shipped to Laurie. The shipping address led police to her new home in Idaho. Laurie and Chad were married on the Hawaiian island of Kau, I'm not sure if I said that right, I'm sure I butchered it, on November the 5th, 2019. As they were enjoying paradise, investigators were gathering evidence. Photos from the wedding show Laurie wearing what appears to be the same ring as the one purchased on Charles Vallow's Amazon account. The order records obtained by ABC News showed the rings had been ordered in early October, two weeks before Dammy, Tammy Daybell was found dead. The couple returned to Rexburg and on November the 26, 2019, the police conducted a child welfare check at the request of Kay and Larry Woodcock. Police first spoke to Alex and Chad Daybell outside of the townhomes. According to officers, Daybell acted as if he didn't know Laurie, despite just marrying her. I mean, Alex told police JJ was fine and with his grandmother Kay in Louisiana. The detective said that was highly unlikely because she was the one who asked police to conduct a welfare check. When the police spoke to Laurie at her townhouse, she said JJ was with her friend, Melanie Gribb, in Arizona, according to police records. Gibb said that Laurie Vallow then called her and asked her to back her up with her story to the police about JJ's whereabouts, even though it was JJ, was not with Melanie. Melanie told police the seven-year-old was not with her. With police closing in on Laurie and Chad, they were back in Hawaii within the week. On December the 8th, 2019, Gibb recorded a phone call with Laurie in which she confronted her about asking her to lie to the police. Laurie told her she and Chad were not in Idaho, but would not reveal where it was they were. I just really needed to talk to somebody so I wouldn't have to tell them where he really was if they were going to tell Kay where he is. Laurie Vallow said, most of my family is working against me. JJ is safe and he is happy. 
On December the 11th, 2019, Tammy Daybell's remains were exhumed in Springfield, Utah, as investigators re-examined her unexpected death. She was reburied the same day after an autopsy was performed. Her autopsy was recently completed, but has not yet been released. The very next day, and only two weeks after his wedding, Alex collapsed in an upstairs bathroom of his wife's home. Her 25-year-old son, Joseph, called 911, apparently unaware that Cox was his stepfather, and told the 911 operator he didn't know what Cox's last name was. Paramedics took Cox to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Months later, a medical examiner concluded that he died of natural causes. Alex Cox's mother said she didn't know he had died until seven days later or that he had recently married. Five months after JJ was last seen, Lori Vallow was arrested in Hawaii and extradited to Idaho. She was charged with two felony counts of child desertation, desertion, sorry, along with three misdemeanors and held on a five million bond. She pleaded not guilty and the two felony charges were later dropped. After Alex Cox died, police did a forensic examination on his phone. It's a thorough investigation and they were able to extract key evidence that led them to Ty Lee and JJ. In court documents, police noted they worked with the FBI's Cellular Analysis Survey Team to pinpoint Cox's whereabouts within 20 feet of a location. After Ty Lee was last seen in September the 8th, 2019, photo with JJ, and Alex Cox taken at the Yellowstone National Park. Investigators placed Alex Cox's phone at Lori Vallow's Idaho apartment in the early hours of September the 9th. It was the only time Alex's phone was on between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m. At 9.30 a.m., Alex phone placed him at Chad Daybell's property about eight miles away. A short time after Alex had left the property, Chad sent a text message to his then wife Tammy saying he'd shot a raccoon and buried it in the pet cemetery. That's according to police records. Yet investigators have not found a, rac a raccoon there. Two weeks later on September the 22nd, JJ was last seen in the evening by overnight guests in Laurie Vallow's home. The next morning, JJ was nowhere to be found. Alex Cox's phone places him at Chad Daybell's property four times. In two of those cases, police believe he's indoors, inside the home. The other two instances occur on September 9th and September the 22nd, and during both times, Alex is believed to be in the backyard. Early in the morning of June 9th, a team of FBI investigators, assisted by local authorities, arrived at Chad Daybell's property in Salem, Idaho. They removed some topsoil that was underneath the sod, which revealed three 
white rocks. As soon as they removed the wood panelling, they could smell the odour of a decomposing body. It was a small body, tightly wrapped in black plastic, covered in duct tape. Duct tape, he said. Investigators said they immediately recognised what could be JJ's hair. The, the human remains were matched through dental records to be Tylee Ryan. While search was underway, Chad Daybell watched from his driveway, sitting in his car. First, he moves across the street. As the remains were uncovered, he pulled away and started driving. Police quickly pulled him over and arrested him. That day, they also found the remains. We have prayed for the truth to come to light, but we never thought it would look like this, she wrote. Tylee and JJ are completely irreplaceable to our family. There are no words that can capture this loss. Words are just inadequate. Our family will never be the same again. As of now, no murder charges have been filed against either Laurie or Chad Daybell. However, Laurie has pleaded not guilty to two felony charges of conspiracy to commit destruction, alteration or concealment of evidence. If convicted, each charge carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. Daybell has pleaded not guilty to two felony counts of destruction, alteration or concealment of evidence. If convicted, each sentence carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison. Now, we have a little bit of good news. Laurie Vallow has been declared that she is now mentally fit to stand trial. And the trial will go ahead for the murder of her two children. It's something that I hope to follow extremely closely because I believe that she is a monster. She's responsible for her ex-husband's murder. She's responsible for the death of her two children. And she's also partially responsible for her death of her husband's ex-wife. I don't know how these cases, how his ex-wife and her brother, were, their deaths were natural causes. I really believe that something needs to be looked in for that because there's just too many deaths surrounding her and her new husband. It's a case that haunts us. I mean, it hit the media massively that these two children were missing and that she was saying that they were safe and her ex-husband's dead, his ex-wife is dead or his wife at the time are dead. Her brother dies, the children are missing, and the children are found murdered, and she claims she's mentally unfit to stand trial, and now she is mentally fit to stand trial, and she will be tried for the crimes that she committed. But for me, it's the whole cult thing, whatever they were into, that new sect religion and all of that, it's definitely a cult and she must have had some sort of mental health problems but regardless of that she's responsible for a lot of people's deaths and I can't wait to see the outcome of it I believe she should get life in prison without the possibility of parole 
for the simple reason that she knew her children were dead and that she knew that they were buried in the garden and that she asked people to lie for her. When people can go to that extreme, I like to believe that she was mentally unstable, but at the end of the day, she had the sense to conceal the crimes. She wasn't walking around with bloodstained clothes, all crazy ass. She was clever enough to hide and conceal the crimes and to try to get people to lie for her. For me, that means she's mentally stable because crazy people, I don't believe they can go to that extent. That's my own personal opinion. So I look forward to seeing the outcome of this case. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed my podcast. And thank you all again for listening. Just a reminder that all my podcasts are recorded live and I do not do any editing at the end. The reason for that is I genuinely don't have time to edit and that's it really. I hope you all have an amazing day and don't forget to get outdoors, a bit of fresh air, don't forget to drink water and look after yourselves. Have a great day.